welcome to The Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? We're in a funny time of year now, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere. The zodiac season is Sagittarius, and the cyclical nature season is winter. Yes, there's snow on the ground here in Montreal. Snow that has stayed on the ground for more than 48 hours. That's winter, folks. Sagittarius is fire. Warm, spontaneous, passionate, idealistic, intense in the moment fire. And winter is cold and dark. In early winter, light shrinks. The days grow ever shorter until we reach winter solstice, which this year is December 21st. At that point, the days will slowly begin to grow longer again. And while this nature-zodiac alignment seems out of sync, paradoxical even, the nature and domain of Sagittarius season offers us tools to help us cope, cope with the cold, darkening days. New passion can help warm those long frosty nights, and new passions can help us add light and color to our days. Spirituality is associated with Sagittarius, as are religions. And spiritual practice certainly helps us in life during good times and bad. Spirituality brings the concept of values to our life. Reflect on your values now. Mine are based in a desire to do no deliberate harm in life, which of course is not the same as not defending oneself when one is threatened, by the way. Um, one does have an obligation to, you know, defend oneself. That's not doing harm. So, yes, do no deliberate harm in life and to be accountable in life. Um, that's a fundamental, you know, those are fundamental uh, parts, uh, elements of my, you know, created spiritual creed. Um, I also implement uh, spiritual values into my daily life, you know, um, gratitude, humility, acceptance, patience, tolerance, compassion, empathy, uh, and service to the spiritual universe. Um, you know, I don't want to be a person who causes emotional pain to others in life, if I can at all help it. Um, for example, I could never be with a woman who was in a relationship with someone else, even if I loved her. Um, I wish to be a positive element in life and in my community. I think that's a worthy goal for all of us. Um, that's a move towards being more selfless, less selfish. Um... Of course, taking care of your best needs, your you know, your basic needs and your and your interests in life is not being selfish. Um, you know, we're all part of an interconnected energy field. Some of us will create more chaos, you know, and pain in our life. Others will create more light and well-being around them. You know, and and again, so and this this imprint is what resonates while we're alive and attracts and also what resonates after we're gone, when we go into the, you know, the great universal beyond, which is what I think happens after life. Um, again, I'm not a religious person. I, I don't believe in heaven or paradise. 
if anything, I'm more inclined uh, to believe in, well, uh, individual energy that's part of, you know, um, the universal beyond, as I call it. And, you know, that perhaps these energies have, you know, inhabit different bodies over the course of, of time and space. And perhaps, you know, in this life, uh, you know, we have a progressive journey of, you know, creating and living karma, those kind of things, um, you know, sort of resonate with me at this point. Um, but we all have, you know, agency in our life now, spiritual agents in our life. And we can, you know, that whether it's going to be a darkened stain or a bright glow in the cosmic energy field around us, that's up to us and our choices, really. Winter is a time when the earth and nature goes to sleep, when the sun itself goes to sleep. And it can be a quiet, reflective, restorative time for us too. The key is to make sure we are getting the nutrients we need. The sun is life. And when it sleeps, we must compensate for what we're from, for what we would naturally get from the sun during the other three seasons. Self-care becomes more important during December. And that extends, you know, into January and February as well. Really up your self-care game. Make sure you are feeding and nourishing yourself with good care and with good things over the coming weeks. Stay connected with your people, with your loved ones. Even a solitary decantu Aquarian like me needs to stay connected. Too much isolation can facilitate mental health issues. Get enough rest, but also get out and walk around during the daytime in the winter. Stay involved with the things you are passionate about, even if you don't feel like it. Connection and involvement are key to well-being. Participation in life is key. Indeed, finding your passion in life is key to a life of well-being. Take stock of your spiritual practice now. Make sure you are implementing it to the maximum benefit in your life now and put energy into things that you are passionate about in life now. Weekly moon cycle from Monday, November 29th to Sunday, December 5th. This is important information for day-to-day -day living for everyone and for spellcasting for those who practice magic. The moon, of course, provides all of us with an emotional and experienced template every 28 days or so. Uh, the moon is in its waning phase this week until Saturday, and that's when there's a new moon in Sagittarius at 2.43 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This week, today, Monday, 3.55 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon transited from Virgo to Libra. Wednesday at 6.55 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon moves into Scorpio. Now we're in water. Now we're in deep motion. Friday at 7.13 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon shifts into Sagittarius. And then Sunday at 6.31 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon transits into Capricorn. Um, so we've got five different flavored moons this week. Last week we had three. The lunar quality element cycle for the week is mutable earth to cardinal air to fixed water to mutable fire to cardinal earth. The static elemental table is nine fire, four earth, five earth rather, six air, and four water. Uh, fire magic will work best this week. The quality of the week 
is mutable. Again, Sagittarius season. Monday and Tuesday, we are focused on building harmony and brightening and balancing the spaces around us. You know, we seek to, we seek fairness and we seek situations that are fair. Uh, we seek exposure to art and culture when the moon is in Libra. We also seek social connection and interaction. Wednesday and Thursday, we are in our feelings and emotions. We seek intensity and we search for truth. We can be obsessive in the pursuit of answers for better or for worse. Friday and Saturday, we are in our fire passion. We're idealistic, spontaneous, and we seek adventure and purpose. Um, Sunday, we look for security and earth element structure in our life. We focus on our long-term goals, ambitions. We can find comfort in tackling to-do lists and taking care of home and family. The current planetary placements. The sun begins the week at seven degrees of Sagittarius. Mercury is at, Sag at seven degrees of Sagittarius. We had that uh, direct conjunction, sun-Mercury, uh, yesterday. Um, I think my notes from that might still be up on my Instagram stories. Uh, it's a pretty powerful conjunction. Yeah. Everybody had something to say yesterday, let me tell you. Uh, and that extends into today. So, you know... Um, Make sure that we're listening to each other, too, is an important, you know, important message there. Because uh, then we're having a conversation, you know, then we're interacting as opposed to just, you know, uh, preaching. Venus is at 19 degrees of Capricorn. And Venus is, you know, embarked on an abnormally long transit. Uh, through Capricorn due to a retrograde occurring entirely in the sign of Capricorn, uh, which runs from December 19th, 2021 until January 29th, 2022. Uh, the current Venus transit through Cap will end March 6th. Um, so, you know, has us looking at our relationship lives, our relationship, you know, uh, with relationships, I think a lot of, um, I think this will be a very productive time for a lot of, you know, earth committed value type of uh, relationships to uh, begin during this transit, retrograde or no retrograde. Um, Mars is at 20 degrees of Scorpio. Now, so check out your natal chart. Um, your, your natal chart is not something you should look at once when you go to astrology, your astrologer and then put it away, by the way. Um, and it's not just about learning more about yourself through, you know, um, more and more obscure asteroids. Um, your natal chart is useful for, you know, day-to-day -day living, you know, check out where the moon is, you know, relative to your chart. Um, and, you know, also let's look at these inner planets, you know, let's see where Scorpio is, where Sagittarius and Capricorn are. Um, via the house rulerships, you'll be able to see the areas of life that will be affected by the fast-tracking action of the inner planets. You know, now the Sun and Venus are going to move about 7 degrees this week. Mars will move about 5 degrees this week. And Mercury will move about 9 degrees. So, yes, check, you know, refer to your natal charts, folks, folks um, regularly. I look at mine every morning and I apply the transits every morning. Um, but, you know, getting back to Sagittarius passion, astrology is one of the things that I'm passionate about. I'm, you know, fascinated by this and I have been since I was, you know, 15 years ago. So like many, 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 many years ago now. Oh my gosh, it's been so long since I was 15, uh, 14. 
Um, you know, and I often, you know, walking down the street and looking at, you know, children playing and, you know, you know, and, 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 and how, how fast and, you know, they, they run and how long and I'm going, you know, man, I used to be able to run like a gazelle too. What happened to that person? Where'd that person go? Um, Jupiter is at 25 degrees of Aquarius. Saturn is at eight degrees of Aquarius. Uranus is at 11 degrees of Taurus retrograde. Neptune is at 20 degrees of Pisces retrograde. And that's changing this week. And Pluto is at 24 degrees of Capricorn. So two of the three outer planets remain retrograde, but not for long. And uh, outer planets uh, retrogrades uh, relate to deeper matters in life, and they're often more subtle than the inner planet retrogrades, like, say, Mercury or the upcoming Venus. Chiron, the wounded healer, 8 degrees of Aries retrograde. Black Moon Lilith is 14 degrees of Gemini. Um, North Node is 1 degrees of Gemini, and South is 1 degree of Sagittarius. So karmic axis remains 1 degree Gemini to Sagittarius. Again, look at your natal chart. See where those points of Gemini and Sagittarius are, because that's where things are brewing and percolating and, you know, um, brewing... That's where the cauldron is in your chart. Um, the um, planetary events for the week. December 1st, Neptune goes direct in Pisces. The deeper meaning of our dreams of the past months will slowly rise to our conscious mind over the winter. This, in turn, will lead to new understanding of our journey and to fresh inspiration in our life. December 4th, we have new moon and solar eclipse in Sagittarius at 2.43 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This eclipse, the last in the series of eclipses on the Gemini-Sagittarius axis that began in June 2020, will have a purging effect on our inner spiritual being and on our mind. This, in turn, will create space for new or adjusted belief systems, new faith, and new optimism. Ruled by Jupiter, Sagittarius is a sign of hope. We may find we have to sacrifice something now in order to move forward to an, toward a new beginning. The major arcana card of the hangman is a card that I would really apply to this new moon. Many of us are worn down now. Uh, you know, this is 19, 20 months into this uh, pandemic, and it does wear one down. There's a new variant now that's, you know, moving um, out into the world and there's questions as to whether the, you know, the vaccines that exist now can handle it. So um, I think that there, you know, there will be a better vaccine coming that, uh, you know, can perhaps be more preventative and less managing. And I also think the virus itself will, you know, do what other similar viruses have done over history, which is to mutate down to a milder form to, you know, survive because, you know, Everything living has a survival instinct need. 
So many of us are worn down now, and this fresh new moon energy can be, you know, uh, can be key in rallying us to summon the energy to face the coming challenges and to get through the challenge of the coming winter. Um, new health choices can be made now. A more holistic and natural, ploy, uh, you know, approach to personal health and well-being. Certainly, good health is as much, if more, about the more about the choices we make in our day, every day, you know, in each every day area of our life, as it is about what the doctor prescribes when we're already ill. We can do more and do better about the health of our communities, and uh, as well, and of the health and well-being of the Earth itself. So these are things to think about, you know, during this new moon, and. Um, and uh, and things to employ, uh, implement in our life and contribute toward, and implement, uh, toward implementing in the community around us. Aspects of note for the week. Well, we've got you know, we got a really great one today. November 29th, Mars and Scorpio trine Neptune and Pisces. This is a magical action day. Um, it's you know activism or seduction. We feel inspired. Mystic spiritual energy is channeling through us. Our eyes are open to new truth. Our imagination and our passion are stimulated. We possess the spiritual courage to stand up for ourselves and to advocate for worthy causes that resonate within us. We are drawn to romance and sensuality. It's a very sexual aspect. Uh, great window for attracting a deep and honest relationship into our life or for enjoying an erotic adventure with a partner already present in our life. Um, certainly there's a time to trust your intuition and your instincts. And, uh, these energies will continue strong, you know, into Tuesday as well. Now, uh, November 30th, Tuesday, November 30th, we've also got, uh, Venus and Capricorn sextiling Neptune and Pisces. Another really great day for finding love as commitment and pleasure blend together to create emotional connection and warm sensual bliss. Um, so we come to a point in the year where there are a lot of nice love and romance energies. Um, Wednesday, December 1st, uh, Mercury forms a quincunx to Uranus, which with blended with Neptune going direct creates perfect storm conditions for technical breakdowns or accidents. So slow down, make sure you're paying attention to what's going on around you on Wednesday. Um, for daily aspect reports, follow, follow me on Instagram at Duncan Dillamontang. You will find one posted most days in the stories section. I also post astrology reports on the blog on my website. Um, you can find a link for that in the bio on my Instagram. I got one of those little link tree things there. Uh, well, that's it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. Um, I wish each one of you well. I'll be back next week with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to yourself and be good to others.